Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. 
With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. For the culture, our guy, Anyone who says for the culture is a scam artist, Rashad. (laughs) Somebody that we spoke about and it's somebody that we had the honor of interviewing. Legendary episode. If you haven't checked it out, this is an important financial topic. Deion Sanders has taken a job at Colorado University. People are very passionate about this topic. Yeah. But like I said, it's it's bigger than sports. It is a financial topic on a variety of different levels. Mm-hmm. He left Jackson State University. Shout out to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Swag champions. Undefeated. Yep. To become the new head coach of Colorado University, Boulders. They had a record of one and eleven last year. They are in the pack twelve. Mm-hmm. Me and Troy were actually debating this yesterday. Yes, we were. So, okay. Passionately. Let's get into this conversation. Deion Sanders, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, initial thoughts, great move. Um, he's, you know, he set a trend uh, by going to HBCUs and making it relevant to celebrate uh, what coaching could look like when you add a social aspect to it, when you add flair to it, when you add swag to it. He did all those things. He set out to change the lives of young men and young student athletes. He's done that. Not only did he do it, but he involved his family, right? So he had his daughter working there. He had his two sons playing. He had the number one recruit in the country come to the school. All these things brought attention, brought attention. But even more so, it brought capital, and it was one of the things that we spoke about with him. We were in Jackson, Mississippi, and we saw the conditions that his student athletes were preparing to play in, and a lot of them living in. Um, And we saw the revenue for Jackson go up by 30%. A lot of it was attributed to what was going on with the football team there. How much is he getting paid? I'm going to cut you off, but how much was he earning per year? I think like three hundred thousand, something like that. It, it, it what? was minimal. It was right. It was in the mid hundreds, mid hundreds of thousands, thousands, right? Mid hundred four. Mid Shit, I would love game seven. <laughs> so, so I mean, he did three seasons. He went to a bowl game last season. They were ten and two this year. They're eleven and zero, and obviously will be in some type of bowl game this year. And it's about expansion, right? He he never said that he was going to be there for fifty years. He never said he was going to be there for ten years. He said he wants to impact as many young men's lives as possible. Has he done that? Yes. Has he brought awareness to HBCU football and sports and student athletics? Absolutely. What ha- needs to happen to n- now, in my opinion, is now that the trend has been set, who follows in the lead, mm-hmm. right? You still have prominent football coaches and basketball coaches and, I mean, professors that are still at these universities and schools. Uh, Eddie George being one who's in his conference. Shout out to Eddie George. I know Ray Lewis is another athlete who is a pro- I mean Hall of Fame talent that can do the same. Now that Ray, he's, Ray Lewis, yeah. What did he do? No, he's a Hall of. He's trying to get into coaching. Ray Lewis trying to become a coach. Yeah, trying to get into coaching. Mm-hmm. And so somebody needs to. He's lit the torch. Now who carries the torch, right? Because now Dion gets to do it at another level. Pac-12 is a Power Five conference. 
The facilities are unmatched. It's not even comparable to where he was at. And if you looked at the press conference today, he said, listen, not only am I coming here, I'm bringing my luggage with me. Right? I'm not hiding that I'm a black man. That's obvious. I'm not leaving the black culture. I'm bringing my luggage with me. He's bringing his son with him. He's bringing some of his staff with him. He's bringing the swag. And he's going to bring his expertise. And so it's, it's a win for Dion and his family. It's a win for college sports because, I mean, were we watching HBCU football prior to this? I know, I'm a diehard sports fan. I wasn't. But anytime they came on ESPN2, I, I was watching. I'm on Instagram. I'm watching. I want to see what's happening with Jackson State football. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I know some people in, in Mississippi probably won't be and throughout HBCUs probably won't be. But that's okay. That's okay. It's now somebody else's turn to, to pick up the torch and bring as much attention to the sport and to these schools. And hopefully some of the alumni from these schools will come back and look and say, look, he can do that for their school. Who's going to do it for ours? And what are we doing for ours? Because a lot of prominent people that have graduated from historically black colleges, they need y'all to come back. And he said it on the episode, we need y'all to come back. We need y'all to help because it is in dire need of help. Um, so it's one story, but it shouldn't be the only. Um, what is he earning now? I, I, as a person who lived in Colorado, beautiful campus. He got, he got $30 million contract for five years, I think. And that's still underpaid. Yeah. Yeah. 30 million for five years. Let's Nick, go Nick Saban, Nick Saban makes $12 million a year at Alabama. Dabo Sweeney makes $11 million at Clemson. <laughs> like, go ahead. So this, this is an investment show. So let's just talk brass tax around numbers. That is a hundred X return on investment. So what if Jackson state would have gave him half of all increases on gross revenue or concessions or jerseys or this, the deal part that we don't talk about. Now I was talking about this with Pierre. I think a lot of the pushback was the university. If it was like the Ohio, uh, Ohio state, IU, Purdue, Penn, people could have understood it. Um, UC Boulder needs a lot of work in terms of the team. Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at a hundred extra turns, so I want everyone to put in chat, not the real number, but what is a hundred extra salary? And would you not leave where you're working now to go somewhere else? I think one of number two, the biggest issue people may have had was the succession plan. So it's great that he's taking the son. I love that he has to do his best for, for him. But I think one of the issues was um, for those that are in Mississippi, like, hey, what do we do about who will be next? So the succession, although we can argue, that's really not up to him. And if he wasn't getting the resources that he needed, sometimes you have to make an offer so irresistible that a person will not leave you. And JSU did not do that. We also have to have the conversation is do we want a limitation on the success of the people that are in our space or not? I still don't think UC Boulder was probably the best fit. Ultimately, I think he should do two more terms at two different schools and push really hard to be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Be a hell of a story, hell of a press run. For all you Cowboys fans, he's better than the coach y'all have now. <laughs> Actually played the game at a high level. Actually is a big draw, right? Um, so when you go to celebrity CEOs, celebrity coaches, they do bring a certain value to the table. I think the biggest issue is that it felt like he left us um, to go to Colorado. 
but it's really hard to argue with a hundred X return if people were not supporting going to the games, buying jerseys. Cause that's why I say it's one thing to support online and Instagram. That's not a real metric. Support is actually showing up. Shout out to everybody in New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Arizona, LA, who showed up to Madison Square. I appreciate you. Um, but we have to do a better job about having a strategic plan around how we support our entrepreneurs. Because if we're going to be honest, if we think if Meta is falling apart with the powerhouse of Instagram and the other powerhouse of WhatsApp, and they own them. You think likes and reshares and reposting the stories is actually moving the needle? That's a vanity metric that does not matter. That won't even save the company that made it. Um, I'm happy for Dion. I think he could have picked a better school, but if I get 100x, should I too? I, I go invest in trade for, for UC Boulder too. They give me 100x what I'm making right now. And I'm straight. So I'm not mad at it, but he was underpaid then and now. And I got one issue with it, but I'm going to let Shadi go, and I'll say my only issue with it. My okay. only issue. All right, but Shadi, I'll let you go. I want to be thoughtful in speaking about this because Deion Sanders, is a, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had the honor of connecting with him, interviewed him. He's very gracious with his time. Good dude. And I respect the move because nobody, nobody, nobody's tied to anything forever. Um, but I also am sympathetic for the plight of HBCUs. I can understand the disappointment mm-hmm. because it was sold on a culture. That's how it was kind of packaged. Like, you know, like this is for the culture, this is the culture, swag, this is the culture. If it's just a job, then it's just it's just a job. But when it's sold as something more than a job, like when you're working in Colorado, you know it's just a job. But when you're working at HBCU and you're selling it as an HBCU and this is gonna be an opportunity for young athletes to come and, you know, be with their own people. And, you know, and that's kind of how it's packaged, whether he did it or whether it was done like that's just that's kind of how it was packaged. Mm-hmm. So it, it becomes more than just a job. It's kind of like, you know, a mission. And it's not to say that he even signed up for it, but that's kind of what it ended up being where he kind of had the flag for HBCUs. He's the most notable coach in sports right now. And he's he's holding a flag for every HBCU. So. It's definitely um, demoralizing when you finally get recognition. You finally start winning. You finally get, you know, athletes and entertainers and everybody's coming and everybody's championing it. And Ernie Leisure's doing interviews and Gillian Wallow's coming every other week and 60 Minutes and, you know, Good Morning America. And you're getting all this national attention. And it's like, you know, okay, we finally made it. And then it's over. So, like I said, I don't blame Dion because, you know, he is who he is and he's going to be, you know, one of the best coaches in the country. And I respect that. But like I said, I could also understand the disappointment in in the HBCU community. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. (laughs) 
Drop. Mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs>